Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm John McNeil, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about calories in versus calories out. Now, this is a pretty common formula that people use to discuss weight loss, and, you know, it's accurate. It's a, it's a law of energy. I think that's right. No scientist. But basically, you know, you, you need to eat less calories, excuse me, than you burn. It's as simple as that. So if you if your metabolism burns 2,000 calories a day, if you eat 2,100 calories, you're going to put on weight. If you eat less than 2,000 calories, we'll say 1,900 calories, you're going to lose weight theoretically. So that's great. That I'm not discounting that at all. That is 100% fact. You need to eat less calories than, you, than you're burning in order to achieve weight loss. So I want to get that out of the way. I, I completely agree with that. But the point I want to make that most people tend to to stay away from is that number is not static. So we have the example of, I mean, if you're looking at the back of of whatever, you know, whatever kind of food at the nutrition label or something, they will always do it based off a 2000 calorie diet. So whatever that, that may be the average. I, I don't exactly know where they get that number from, but let's use that as the baseline. So you, you burn 2,000 calories a day and you're like, okay, cool. I'm tracking my food. I ate exactly 2,000 calories a day. Uh, I want to lose weight. So I'm going to work on the calories outside of things. I'm going to start running. I'm going to run a mile every single day. That's going to be my exercise. So at first, wow, you're, you're starting to lose weight because you're burning more calories than, than you're expending. Or you're expending more calories than you're consuming, I should say, which is great. But... An interesting thing happens, and I'll kind of take a little bit of a sidebar here to discuss hunter-gatherers. Now, there was a study done on a tribe of hunter-gatherers, or I I don't know if they were as... I I don't know the bearing of how much technology they have, but they lived a fairly hunter-gatherer type lifestyle. And researchers were able to track their metabolism. They put some kind of thing on there to be able to track how many calories they burn throughout the day. And now, you know, these people would do... Sustain, uh, um, forget the term, but a type of hunting where they would effectively, you know, just run after an animal. And one one talent that we have over other animals is we can run for a long period of time. So they'll just run to the point where the animal just collapses from exhaustion, and then they're able to kill it. So you think someone who's doing that is probably burning a lot of calories? Well, you're wrong. That's the interesting thing is their calorie their the calories they expended were much lower than expected. I I think it was around twelve to fifteen hundred, which you think, well, they're doing all that activity. How are they how are they burning so few calories? It's because their body's efficient. Think about it. If if every time they ran, if 
if every time they did that, they burned 40,000 calories, it doesn't matter how many things, animals they hunt, they're not going to be able to consume enough calories to live. So your body has to become efficient. So as you get better at running that mile, you become more efficient at it. You're not burning as much, many calories. In fact, your metabolism may burn less calories. So because you're more efficient, because your body realizes like, oh shit, we have to run every day. We should become more efficient with our food. Maybe, you know, it may not go down to the 1200 or whatever, but maybe it goes down to the 1800. So now you're running a mile every day and you're still eating your 2000 calories, but now you're putting on weight. So that's just one example of how that number fluctuates. So, you know, that that's something to keep in mind is as you get more efficient, you may need to eat less calories. So that's just one end of the spectrum. When you look at processed versus unprocessed food, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, it, I don't know how many of you have tried eating whole foods or mainly eating whole foods, but it's very hard to eat. I'll go, go with the example of a potato. Try eating multiple steamed potatoes, just like boiled, no butter, no sour cream, like baked potatoes. That's a whole different story. Like if you, you give me the fixins and some cheese, some sour cream, I'll eat like five of those bad boys. But let, let's do like a boiled potato versus Lay's potato chips. I mean, uh, raise your hand if you've eaten a whole bag of Lay's potato chips. I'm, I'm raising my hand for those of you who can't see. Uh, but more than likely, most of you haven't eaten five plain potatoes before. And that's about as many potatoes are in a bag of Lay's. Uh, fact check me there. It might be three. But either way, that's still not something you do. The point there is the processed versus unprocessed. Scientists at these companies spend a lot of time making the food hyper palatable and hyper desirable, which, you know, that makes for some tasty ass lays. Don't get me wrong. And all this processed food, you know, it, it's not great for health, but in terms of feeding a starving population, it's fantastic. So, you know, there, there are pros and cons to both. I mean, there's the convenience of ultra processed food, but the point there is not only is it easier to eat a lot more processed food, there was also a study done uh, where they were able to control two groups and they had them like in a laboratory setting. And they, they one group had all sorts of whole foods and the other group had all sorts of processed foods. And they were there for like a week or whatever and they were given all the food to eat. Uh, they were It was like a buffet of food to eat. One was whole foods, one was the, the processed foods. And so one group did that for, one group did the process for a week, one group did the unprocessed for a week. And then they switched. So there was a control there. And on average, and this was controlled, this was in a research setting, the people who were eating the processed food consumed an extra 500 calories per day. So when you think about the fact that a pound of fat is gained with about 3,500 calories and there are seven days in a week, that effectively means you could be putting on an extra pound of fat a week solely by eating more processed food because you're it's just more palatable. So I'm not going to act like that's the word of God or anything, but that is also a consideration to take in the fact or in, as a factor. So those are all the things to kind of think about when, when you're doing the calories in versus calories out. You also have to factor in your metabolism and how that's going and how many calories you're actually burning and if that's increasing or decreasing and how that's doing. So that is where I will do a quick pitch for weight training. So in the short term, if you're going to the gym and lifting weights, you're going to burn less calories than if you're 
you know, running 10 miles or whatever the case is. One's going to burn way more calories than the other. But go back to the example of your body being more efficient. So that's, that's where running in the long term is less beneficial than weight training. As you burn, as you start to train more, as you build more muscle, your body actually increases the need for calories. So it's almost the opposite of that example. Let's just say you want to go and all of a sudden, you know, this, this isn't exactly accurate, but for just the sake of explanation, it makes it easier. Let's say you want to just go and, and do, you know, bench press all day. I, that's an easy one for everyone to visualize. So I'm going to get really good at the bench press. So you work on building strength and you continue to, you know, you increase your weight. And as you build muscle, maybe instead of the 2,000 calories you're eating, now you need to eat 2,200 calories. So just by you eating the same amount of calories and lifting that weight, you'll lose weight. And, or you can continue to eat more. So that's one thing that's great about weight training is you can build your metabolism to the point where, you know, I, I eat about 3,000 calories a day and I'm still losing weight. It's fantastic. It's great. I'm putting on muscle. Uh, the fat is, you know, it's not like I'm burning all sorts of fat. Like I could, if I really wanted to lose fat, I'd, you know, in the short term, I'd eat 1,200 calories and run on a treadmill all day. But the long term, working on building muscle and increasing my metabolism will make it easier for me to lose weight. Because if I do decide I want to do a real cut, I can easily drop down to, you know, 2,500 calories maybe. That might even be a bit too extreme and lose a ton of weight because my metabolism is currently at about 3,000 or more. So that's the benefits there of weight training. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like I always say, if you hate weight training and you rather run, then that's great. And do what you want to do. Do what gets you active. Being active is what's necessary for everyone. But my point here with the calories in versus calories out is you need to factor in the metabolism aspect of it. That is something that most people don't really think about. And they could just be having a very, they could have a very efficient metabolism, which means your body's working correctly, but it's not working in the way you want it to. And that's where finding ways to do more anabolic stuff. That could even be sprinting if you love running so much. But the point here is start thinking about the metabolism when you're doing when you're dealing with weight loss. I'd go on, look into reverse diets. That's what I talked about with being able to eat more calories and still burning fat. I mean, I maybe will do a full podcast on that. But that's all I have for you today. I, I know this one got a bit long in the tooth. And there's still a lot to talk about. And I'm sure a lot of people have their opinions on this. But again, the main point here is just a factor in your own metabolism when looking at the calories in versus calories out equation. So that's all I have for today. Until next time, I'm John McNeil. Thanks again.